This episode of Star Wars and Character is made possible by the generosity of our Patreon supporters. To learn how you can help support the show and have the opportunity to pick a future character for an upcoming episode of Star Wars and Character, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash neozaz. Tim, I'm, I'm hoping that you don't tell me that an X-Wing pilot named Chris Reeve hopped on this horse. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Today, <laughs> I'm seeing Matt do it again. All right, take I, I've got, we've done this so much. I know exactly how long you pause before you say it. That's scary. It's pathetic. Today, <laughs> we are talking about. Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> They shoot Nancy Kerrigan's, don't they? Oh. <laughs> they hit them with pipes. Oh, and then they shoot. Who has Equish? It's in the sound. Just that that's that's about as good as we're gonna get. Yeah. Right. Nickname's Runt, Dave. Is it really? Yeah. Runt. How do you get runt out of two things that are such bastardizations of horse? Bastardization. Instead of has having a horse. <laughs> He's got a mini horse cock. That's why they call him. No, there's, there's, there's no such thing as a mini horse cock. You know it. <laughs> Did you see Freddy got weird? He's checked the undercarriages at every uh, at every carnival. Look at that mini horse cock's cock. It's huge. Where's, I don't know where this, this episode's going to go after this. Yeah. <laughs> Ho-has, Ekwish. Ho-has. Ho-has. How's it spelled? Ho-has. Ho-has. It is ass. A-S-S. Ho ho You got a great ho <laughs> Is that Al Pacino doing the Joe Rogan bit? <laughs> it's a little bit. Doesn't he? Doesn't doesn't uh, in uh, any given Sunday? You got a great ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the itches we need are out there everywhere. <laughs> that Arnold Schwarzenegger doing Al Pacino? I'm so confused Arnold. what we're doing tonight. <laughs> well. This 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 Hohas Ekwesh. Tim, I think we're breaking the rule. We only appeared. We are breaking the rule in the EU. Yep. Well, we've broken the rule thanks to Luke Quackenbush, which I can't thank yeah, him enough for that. Thanks a lot, Quackenbush. And I just episode. voted for Quackenbush's wife for the best best uh, weathercaster. So did you now, Stalker? <laughs> uh, he sent me a uh, sent me a message saying vote for my wife, and I did. It was actually Matt, Matt Quackenbush. Oh, well, he's got uh, nothing to do with this. <laughs> Sorry. All right, well. Thanks for asking me to vote, Matt. Nice to see we're friendly <laughs> enough that I can support your, your efforts or your wife's contest entry, whatever the hell it is. Thanks a lot, bud. Just because you're a Rangers fan. <laughs> I thought you liked me the best, too. Why? Your, your world is... Oh, fuck. I lost it. Never mind. <laughs> Well, I made up these names, I think, three months ago. What? I think I know where from. It wasn't three months ago. Seems like it. My name is Carol Post Chris. What's Carol Post? 
You don't watch Mr. Ed? I believe. A ho has ho has, of course, of course. She was a character on uh, Mr. Ed, Dave. Okay. What are you, Cliff Clavin all of a sudden? It's a little known fact. Who else you got brewing over there? I got uh, Mr. Kirkwood Matt. Kirkwood Smith. <laughs> Jackass. I, oh, I just Dumbass. That. Damn it. That's for what? Um, 70 70- show. Bitches leave. <laughs> there you go. To my left is K. Addison Dave. <laughs> oh, Mr. Ed shit. Okay. Why couldn't you do hot to trot shit? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, yeah. but I like Mr. Ed better than what about Bobcat Gold Dave. What about Toby McGuire Tim from Seabiscuit? Yeah, man. Didn't cross my mind, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and Wilbur Post Tim. That was his last name. That was a good impression. <laughs> Did you watch that show when you were little? It was on off a, and on. It was on in reruns when we were little, like in the After afternoon. School? Yeah. yeah, like like. <laughs> on Nick at Night, I think, also. Yeah. Back when Nick at Night meant something. <laughs> yeah, right. I think now has full houses on now on Nick at Night. Yeah, they your friends on Nick at Night. I, yeah. I miss the many loves of Dobie Gillis, man. Maynard G. Krebs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then why'd you pick this horse? Because it's so <laughs> goddamn ridiculous. Look at it. <laughs> True. It's I- a horse. In an X-wing, uh, in an X-wing outfit. Luke actually asked me, you know, who are you doing? I said we're doing this this horse pilot, and you know him. He wasn't in the movies. I said no, he wasn't. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say pass. Not listening to that one. Yeah, he said Tim's a dick. <laughs> and then Jack this- said he's the most difficult co-host to work with. Yeah. <laughs> does this thing have just a horse head, or does it have like hooves, like you know, for hands and feet? It's got hooves. Look at his hooves. Sure, I'm sure Tim's going to tell us. Tim, please tell us everything you know about this at this horse. Well, let's not get carried away. Maybe not everything. <laughs> I, I, let me start out by saying that this Hohas Equish has a horribly written Wikipedia, Wikipedia entry. A horse is a horse, of course. Of course, of course. Talk to a horse, of course. <laughs> that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous. There's a famous Mr. Ed. <laughs> famous ho has <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He's, this is, I, I just want to start out by saying this. He has a horrible, poorly written backstory that, and, I, and, and it may be because they, they didn't really give a whole lot of background information on this character, but it's a fucking horse. How hard it is this to type with hooves, Tim? I mean, give the guy a break. <laughs> the, the keyboard is 45 feet long because the letters are all like nine square. He's got a laptop and he keeps hitting nine keys at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and no lap. <laughs> You'll try typing without a lap. God damn it. He actually dictates it by stomping into the ground. How many letters to his yeah. guy typing? That takes forever. Yeah. He's still writing it. What was the what was the horse the football movie with the horse that could kick? Oh my god! Yeah, there was a football movie. Shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, was it was like black and white in like one, right? The 60s. Oh, you yeah. could kick, kick like a field goal and shit and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! It was made back. It was I think it was a Disney movie if I remember like back in the 60s. Was Don Knotts in it? 
<laughs> he probably that's one about the fish. Yeah, still play. Oh, Gus, the goal kicking mule. There you yeah. go. There it is. 1976. I thought it was older than that. Oh, and guess what? Starring Don Knotts. Are you shitting me? <laughs> nope. And Ed Asner. And hey. Tim Conway. Yes. Why not? All of them. Okay. And Dick Butkus. Ooh. Dick Butkus. Um, so Hohas, let's 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 get into his story. Hohas. Hohas Equish. His nickname was Runt. And uh, while he was quite large for an X-Wing pilot. Uh, he was uh, actually short for his species. He was he was uh, a mem- He was a member of the Thakwa from the planet Thakwash, led by and, Lord Fakwad uh, <laughs> in the land of enchantment. <laughs> and his species are uh, average about three meters tall, and he was only a little over two meters tall. So he was like a six foot five. So what was he? He he was. A backwash? What was it called? Thakwa. He was. Th- he's. A, he's. A, he's a thackwash from the planet Thakwa, which what? was a uh, a planet which is mainly a grassy plain. They have to eat. They they, they, they got to eat. Did so they, did they walk on their hind legs or did they run like horses? I thought hind legs. They, they were hind hind leg walkers. But okay, so this is this is so it's called backwash or whatever you said. Backwash. They, they walk on two legs. But they yeah. bothered to give this thing a name that was, I assume the first name is like some kind of scramble, oh. the word horse. And the last name is is from like the Latin equine. Equestrian. Yeah, like equine for horse, like anything equestrian. Yeah. So like the name is like earth horse stuff, but the, the species in the planet, yeah. nothing to do with horses. Well, no, no. Well, unless, unless, like you know, the horses just love to run across grassy plains on their back legs. Uh, on their back legs, yes, they're running a, a two-legged marathon. Um, <laughs> the thing about this species is their 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 brains were were kind of complex in that they actually it was a common trait for all Thakwash to have different personalities. So they had. They had a, they had a, they had a multiple personality complexes. So one one personality would be like uh, this guy's really good at you know fixing things, and he would also have a different personality which would be like a really violent, like an angry drunk kind of personality. And they could actually like turn their personality. They they knew that they had these multiple that was, personalities. I was giving my question if they're in control of this. Interesting. And and they were able to control them when they're younger. They don't have the control, so you never knew what thakwa you were going to get. Uh, but as they got older and matured, they would a they would they would they would a um, be able to control their personalities, but they would also grow in number. So. Uh, uh, just one of the species could have like up to like 25 personalities. Did they have a saying? All of these personalities would be doing something different. Did they have a saying in their society that went, life is like a stable of thakwas? You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. They should have. If they didn't. (laughs) They're good at counting. One. (laughs) Did they have more money than Davy Crockett? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, Ohas, he had a uh, he had like a a pilot personality, and he, so he was kind of like a, a Han Solo type personality, where he's sort of brash. 
and you know broke the rules to get what he needed done. He didn't he he didn't he didn't go by any of these rules. He was real brash in the in the pilot seat, and he would just pilot. I guess did, it, did every time he took a shit, he went sorry about the mess. <laughs> <laughs> Was there another X-wing that followed behind him with like a scooper hanging on the front? <laughs> no, what they would do is they they put that they put that little bag, you know, when you <laughs> yeah. that you hook up to the horse's butt. He's got one of those inserted porkins. Um, <laughs> now he he uh, according to his is his Wikipedia. He, there's no early story for him, so he pretty much his story on there starts out with him at about age nineteen. Uh, realizing he has this skill in this one particular personality of his, they call them different minds. He has, oh his, he has got the pilot's mind. He's got the the social mind. He's got the so they that that's how they sort of name their different personalities. But he has this pilot's mind, and he goes and he goes to the New Republic and tries to get into the this new X Wing program that they're putting together for this squadron called Wraith Squadron. How would a horse uh, can fly a ship? <laughs> we'll get into that. Actually, oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> we'll get into that because it's it, it, it's kind of funny. Um, but he, since he was still young, he he didn't have a whole lot of control over himself, and he was really uh, cocky, I guess. Hey, is, there's is the, a horse cock. Cocky <laughs> horse cocky, and uh, so he had a, he had a hard time like taking the tests and. And um, following rules and orders from from uh, Wedge Wedge Antilles is is heading this whole thing up. <clears throat> and again, it's it it jumps real forward, and it basically just says that he was able to control himself enough to actually pilot an X wing and be uh, an adept pilot. So. That's that's how we got in. Did anyone like, try to put a saddle on him at all? Or no, <laughs> I don't know. Be kind of tough. You'd have to ride on his shoulders, as we said. He he's, he, he walks uh, on on hind legs. I was going to say Perry would. That was a bull, huh? Eight seconds. Yeah, is that yeah. He was a bull. He was okay. a bull rider. Never mind. Yeah. Um, his call sign was Wraith Six. <laughs> now, his his story is basically just different missions that he was on. These are all, I'm, I'm assuming these are all part of the X-Wing novel series. Um, wow. I've read that series so, and I didn't, I also tend to not retain everything I read. So, but I, I yeah. don't remember the whole horse thing. It went either went right over my head or I, maybe I even pushed it out. Cause it sounds kind of dumb. You're like, Oh my God, a fucking horse. It's they may out. not have referred to it as a horse. I mean, if it just had this name, you may have been reading this and not even known what yeah. it was supposed to if, be. If they went into a lengthy description of how he looked, chances are I jumped over that to where I saw dialogue. I tend to do that too, especially in books that are in a series so I can get through them faster. <laughs> so that's that's very possible what you just said. He was uh he was on the same squad as as Piggy, the the Gamorian guard. Now that I remember. Uh, Maybe because I like that and I didn't like the horse. <laughs> I like Piggy. Yeah. So it's a whole barnyard theme on that. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you, yeah, it's like Charlotte's Web in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and and in this his whole story is just holding these missions and for me to go into all these different uh these different stories it, it wouldn't make any sense because they're all taken way out of context and he doesn't have a whole lot to do there was one thing where 
someone that like two members of Wraith squadron were killed in the matter of days and his and his idea was to put together a a, a, a social a dance i thought you're gonna say make glue because that's what we do in my society <laughs> yeah we're gonna make some glue kids uh Dog food. so he put together a he put together a dance McDonald's. a social event for the race squad <laughs> then they decided that he would be their new uh social event coordinator so for the rest of the, the julie of the rebel alliance yeah can i he was a part <laughs> can you guys educate me this is how does the I don't glue. think we can. If the school system couldn't, I don't think we got a chance. Like, where does the glue come from? Like, what do they? I think, think what they do is they take the fat of from the, uh, the 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 hide of the animal, and they boil it down, and then it becomes just really like thick and sticky. And when it dries, it it's like really fast. I don't think they make glue on a widespread. Uh, amount like out of horses and animals like they used to. Did, I have did, no idea. Was also a theory about gum came from horses? <laughs> I don't know. I just I've never heard that because Tim was talking about things being thick and sticky. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, so like, thick and sticky. Horses' hooves or something. They made like Ooh. gums. I never heard that. I gotta see where gums made from. That's gross. Okay, gum comes from a gum tree. Like I think is it by the octopus tree? Exactly. <laughs> That's what they climb when they when they, they get, get on stuck there. When they get on land, they climb the trees, and then the horses die, and they make dog food out of them. <laughs> I thought so. Thank you for educating me. The French, I'm told, eat horse. Are you serious? Uh, that's what I'm told. The French, the French have a have a, a cuisine based around horse meat. Oh, um, I don't know how true this is. It's probably not a current thing. It Listen, probably that, is something that was in the past. That really worries me because. And one meal I had in France was a meat and cheese platter, and they didn't define meat. It just said meat and cheese. Now I'm a little worried about what I ate. It's uh, what is this? It's flesh. <laughs> flesh is it? Well, it uh, has hooves. Yeah, they suddenly couldn't. They were speaking English all night while the money was flowing. The second we asked what we were eating, they had no idea what we were saying. <laughs> uh, no, no, understand. I don't know whether Italian, or France, 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 but, <laughs> but it's not horse. <laughs> Definitely not horse. What kind of food like, is this? No, it's not horse. Wait, what? I didn't say horse. And there's a pile of saddles out back, you know? <laughs> Bloody saddles. I'm surprised that any country would still do that because people, I mean, I'm not saying one thing one way or the other about people, but there are people that are horse people. You would assume that these groups would go ape shit on right. anyone that were, were to do that because people who love horses love horses. Yeah. William Shatner would go nuts. Which is he funny did. because every time he gets on a horse, it's pretty much animal abuse. <laughs> Tim, I'm, I'm hoping that you don't tell me that an X-Wing pilot named Chris Reeve hopped on this horse. Oh. <laughs> no. Thank you. Chris Reeve, Chris Reeve never hopped on Runs Back. Thank you. Um, At one of these socials, so, though, they hosted a wedding and this guy did a Chris Reeve impression with a straw and a office chair <laughs> Piggy hopped on his that back and said up up and away who would do that I don't know some asshole sons of bitches, <laughs> sons of bitches. why would I do that <laughs> so now as I said very little story I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up in one sentence he spent 10 years as a wraith now trivia the end <laughs> That's it. Now, near, the, near the end of the Yuzan Vong war 
he was fighting he 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 and the Wraith Squadron were fighting all through the Yuzongvon War for the most part. Uh, and he was sent on a mission to steal a new bioweapon from the Yuzong. During this fight, uh, he was attacked by a different kind of bioweapon called an Amphistaff, which was kind of like a genetically engineered snake weapon. <laughs> Again with the animals. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was just the thing that they put over his head like blinders and he couldn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Now this this uh, what did I call him? Ampha Amphistaff um, bit Runt in the leg, <laughs> and uh, and he and it injected its venom into him. And the venom is very deadly; like it'll it'll paralyze you, and you pretty much your organs will collapse, and you'll just die a slow, oh, painful death. Day? Well. He was a quickly immobilized, oh. uh, and he was there with uh, his fellow Wraith squad, Piggy, mm. the Gamorian pilot that we mentioned a little earlier, and he begged him to perform a mercy kill on him. Oh. Just like they did with real horses. <laughs> so, Piggy... <laughs> they shoot it in the head! Wait, oh. Piggy very unhappily oh. reluctantly agreed to shoot Hohas at point blank range, ending his life. Oh. It's fucking heartbreaking. They they did. Yeah, uh, Piggy and, and the other people on the race squadron did get away with the weapon, and so they credit uh, they credit Hohas as being part of a mission that saved potentially billions of lives. So he was honored. He was honored posthumously as a hero. But Piggy, unfortunately, was traumatized by having to kill his uh, his squad mate that he was so upset by it that he decided he, he could not go by his nickname anymore. He could not go by Piggy, so he would just go by his given name, Vort. <laughs> That's better. What but is- eventually, you know, over time, he came around and went by the name Piggy again because a Gamorian guard is a pig. What does being called Piggy have to do with killing your friend? I have no idea. <laughs> he was so upset that he just he said, I don't want to be called Piggy anymore. Right. And that then like, like a year goes by and he's like, okay, you can call me Piggy. It's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm a, I'm a pig. I am a pig. That's how, <laughs> that's how the Gamorreans mourn. No nicknames for a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your punishment. <laughs> I did a bad thing. No nickname for you. <laughs> I have to go by my given name my mama gave me, Vort. With all these animals in this story, I was expecting you to tell me there is like a some kind of little rodent type thing called Ricky Ticky Tobe that went after and avenged <laughs> him and killed this snake. Yeah, right. I wish. I wish. But that's look that up. This that's this, pretty much the end of his story. This right. thing was written by Aesop. And <laughs> <laughs> edited by a- Noah. <laughs> Uh, there, there, there is a little bit of behind-the-scenes information here. Oh, I want to know how you dress a horse in an expert po- uh, outfit, standing up without his gigantic. You know, I couldn't find. Just, it. How many- much? He better been a hell of a pilot because how much money was invested to adjust everything to accommodate this damn thing? <laughs> yeah, Porkins couldn't eject from a thing, and he was a human guy that had a <laughs> tiny bit of a glandular. Right. And they're rebuilding a whole thing to fit a freaking horse in there. <laughs> I think at one point they go, this is just too expensive. Let's just let them coordinate parties and be done with it. They, um, 
Alex Jager as a joke. <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure in the books he was flying just a regular uh, X-wing, I, or there were at least they made you think it was right. It was a standard X-wing or a slightly modified. Alex Jager, who was a uh, concept artist on episode three. And he also did a more recently concert art on like Pacific Rim and things of that sort. He actually put together or drew a uh, an X-wing that this guy would have flown, and it was based on a, a horse trailer. I oh thought it was going to be like a an Amish buggy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. And, and I, I had seen that artwork somewhere before, and I kept doing Google searches for it to refresh my memory on it, and I could not find it online. I could not find his damn X-wing. Keep looking. Um, I should. <laughs> I will. Right now. Um, but the I guess um, while while they were making episode three, the the concept artist had there was a running joke about this this ex, this horse pilot that they that they would constantly be threatening George Lucas with like George would come in and he'd be looking at all these different concept drawings and they'd throw in a drawing of a horse pilot. And they toss it in there every once in a while. Um, and George would just shake his head and be like, man, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, he, he's, he's uh, said <laughs> the green light to animals throughout all these movies, but he draws a line at a horse. No horses. No horses. Whatever. So... <laughs> Like uh, like 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 walruses, spiders, everything's okay. Horse, no, no, that's where he draws the line. Every goddamn can't do a horse. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the thing that's ridiculous. Not all the other things. A horse is the thing that's ridiculous. I would have taken the horse of course for, for, for <laughs> the horse would have been preferable to some of the other things we got. They could have kind of looks like, like a horse. What's that? George Jar Jar is kind of horse faced. He is a little horse. Yeah, he's like goofy from Disney. Like he's got that. <laughs> you don't quite know what it is. Is he a horse? Is he a dog? <laughs> did he eat? Did this? Did this character eat beefarino? <laughs> what? <laughs> it, did, it didn't specify. Oh. <laughs> it didn't specify. Oh. <sighs> I oh. wish I, I really wish that there were more details uh, on this guy. They, when you when you go to his 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 Wikipedia page, they try to make him look tough. They try to make him look like a badass. Oh, that's not you the know, picture I'm using for the page. I'm using the goofy one. Yeah, I I kind of like the one that just looks like a nice, kindly little horse. You got to use My Little Pony. <laughs> Brony. Brony. There's people who love My Little Pony. They're called Bronies. What are you talking Brownies, about? Yeah. There's grown doing? men that like them. They're not people. Brony. Grown men. Yeah, like, you like My Little Pony. There are such people? Yeah, yeah. there's conventions and everything. Really? There's a, yes. big, there's a big brony convention in Baltimore every year. I had no idea. And they, they even dress up and shit like, like the horse, the pony. Yep. That, like, have any have of, nicknames and shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have any of uh, y'all ever been on a horse? On a horse, yes. Horse, no. You've been on yeah. a horse, Matt? Yeah. What the hell were you doing on a horse? I was really young. My grandmother's sister's daughter had like a horse farm and we had to spend a day out there and I rode a horse around in circles for like way too fucking long. Holy crap. That's cool. I was willing to ride a horse. What about you, Tim? Uh, only at like petting zoos and things that sort of never like been out like horse riding. Yeah. Yeah. You, I can assume you've never been on a horse. No, like I guess like um, like mules and donkeys don't count, right? Well, 
<laughs> you've been on a you've been on a donkey. They're, yeah. not, they're not horses. No, I Does a train one. count? No, then no. <laughs> How about an airplane? <laughs> I can't believe you guys, but I never been. I would never get on a horse. No, are you serious? Those things are not meant for people to be on. <laughs> That's high up off the ground. You know how many people get killed on those things? I know, I know one. one. I know one person that broke his neck. <laughs> That's horrible. You'll believe a man can fly and then off land a horse. On his neck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't laughing. That's you just edit, edit without laughing, please. All right? You just nope. laughed. Oh, that's going to edit it out. I remember being at camp. It was I was at camp with Matt's cousin Chris, and it was like one of the things was horseback riding. And I was like, every every kid wants to ride a horse at one point. And before I had ever gotten on one, one of the horses got loose with a kid on it and was oh. running running wild. I mean, it was it was that's, scary. Yeah, that ain't good. And I remember seeing this thing run under a tree with low branches. It was just like in a movie, and the branches. Boom, took the kid right off the back of the horse. That's awesome. And the <laughs> and the horse kept running. And uh, from that day on, I was like, I will never, ever get on a horse. Let, let's ask the question <laughs> we all want to ask. You ever see horses go at it? Actually, no. No? And I've been looking. No. I, 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 <laughs> who would see that? I saw it happen at a zoo once. You did not. I swear to God. Horses? Horses pulled it out. Enormous, and it was just spraying for like oh, gross. Zoo, zoo America. Seriously, spraying on the one time home. Hold on, one time home by by my house. Coming home with the kids from Target, the back way. Yeah, they weren't they weren't doing it, but one was right by the fence. With it was it was enormous. And he was it looking at you, and I, and I just I didn't even stop. I just wanted to go through the stop sign. Who wants to get the fire hose? <laughs> Your window was down, and you just hear the source going, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> What time? Hey, hey, what, what time? time is it? That happened one time, Tim. All right. You always bring that shit up, too. What are you talking about? <laughs> one early morning on the way to work, it was like around 4.30, quarter of five, through, through town. Hold on. Through town, right over here. Where it's, you know where the town is here with Shady? Like yeah. By the, the hotel over there. By here. the train station. The train station. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right past the freaking train station. And the bush house. I was at the light. Tim, Tim knows it. Have my, I always have my, my window cracked. I need air. I got to breathe. Everyone does. I need air. Always got to breathe, this boy. This, this, this gentleman comes over that early morning, 4.30, quarter, 5, and knocks on my window. I'm yeah. at a red light. Yeah. And asks me. And, and, he, and he goes, hey, psst, hey, buddy. And I, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah? What time is it? Yeah. And I, you know, I go, it's, like, it's 4.32. What time is it? Um, and I really think he wanted to go down on me. What? I saw, uh, seriously. He actually went. Yeah, he went, and that's why Tim always does that. <laughs> I did that. Was it Tim? As a matter of fact, it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was just it creeped me out, and and this is crazy shit. It's so funny. you think this guy was like a hooker? Yeah. Okay. Because you can tell sometimes who the hookers are. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you know what's crazy? By the train station. You can spot a whore like no one else I've ever seen. Do you know what's crazy is then weeks, months after we ate at Boston Market. Yeah. And the, that guy worked there. <laughs> and I remember we made eye contact and he went back in the back. Like he didn't continue waiting on people or doing anything. 
Yeah. He like hid to I to I was out of his way. I Did guess. he say number thirty nine? <laughs> not say anything. Your order's ready. You just said it's dinner time. It's creepy. That's not meatloaf. It was creepy. So you got propositioned at 432 in the morning by a male whore. I think I did. Yes. I think I did. And Tim loves to bring this up. He always brings <laughs> always likes to bring up Hey buddy, what time is it? This creepy. I mean, I was I was you know, it was it was early. Are you sure this happened? <laughs> Are you sure that story Are you sure this happened? I pulled over. <laughs> yeah. And the unwritten book of the road. I went I got a truck. Glad everybody <laughs> Uh, it was it was it was creepy. Thanks, Tim. Is that like a maybe our listeners, if this even makes it onto the episode, uh, is that like a lingo in whoredom? What? What time is it? Like if they ask, what I time? don't know. I gave them the time four thirty two. That's not what you gave them. <laughs> I gave him my time. You gave him syphilis. <laughs> that was just a weird thing, you know. Did you ever anyway. experience, Dave? No, I've never been on a horse, <laughs> and I've never met a male whore. Fred, Fred, well, are you sure about that? Yeah, Fred Garvin, male prostitute. That's a I, uh, I finished. I finished my my story like a half hour ago. I'm done with this whole horse question. Did you ever see a, a that's all I got? A zebra in the back of like a horse thing on the road. What? Wait, have you today? No turnpike exit. Swear to God. What was it going to like a zoo or something? I guess like it was. It was all of us, and then and the cow goes. That's a zebra. I look over, and there's a zebra's ass right there. <laughs> Just his ass. The rest was coming later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of weird. Right. So the moral of the story is that uh, there was a horse that flew a spaceship. That's a moral. <laughs> the gist of the story oh, okay. is yes. This this horse flew a spaceship. Eventually, uh, sacrificed itself by being by having itself put down by a pig, oh, and so that millions of people could could uh, live following the Yuzong Vong War. Great, and, and Chris says yes. And Chris said no to a male prostitute. That that time I did yes. <laughs> that time. That time. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's all I got. All right, Tim. That was awesome. <laughs> it was far from awesome, but it was. Yeah, it, was, it, was, good. was it was good. What is this in? I mean, I like. Is it, this is just that book? Has this thing been in like comics? Because Chris was just looking through pictures. Yeah, so are these just like drawings that people made, or was this ever in like a comic or anything, or is it just that that novel? I think these are just artist renditions. Because as far as I could tell, he has only appeared in the X-wing novels. Okay. I, I don't believe he has ever appeared in a comic. I would not put it past Dark Horse to put him into a comic, but I do think that Marvel is of a better mindset not to put him in a comic. How come one looks like an actual horse? One looks, looks like a, a werewolf horse. A werewolf yeah. horse. These pictures that you have are all over the place, so maybe these are just the artist renderings because the one that seems to be the most common, it's just... It's the horse's head. Yeah, it's just Seabiscuit. In, a, in an orange jumpsuit. Yeah, that's piggy. He looks happy. Though. I got a piggy one. Looks like he's yeah. Looks like he's having a good time. All right, well, we'll put it up on Facebook. All right, well, <laughs> Mad do we got any back? We got a lot of back. I'm not even sure where to start. So it happens Ooh. when we do three weeks of specials in a row. Yeah. So I will go to email. I don't even know when the last time we went to email because we had a lot to catch up on iTunes. So I'm going to go to email. 
Uh, first one I have is from a Thomas, and he wrote, Hello, Matt, Dave, Chris, and Tim. I've been listening to your Swick podcast since 2012 and have loved every episode. Everything you guys do is great, and I listen while driving, working out, doing homework, or whatever else I can. I fell, I fell behind a little bit on the episodes, but I just finished the Dark Side Cave episode. Now I have two important questions for Tim and Chris. No. Before the filming of The Force Awakens finished, a fundraising contest was held for the winner and earned himself an appearance in the new movie. Let's say this contest was held again for Star Wars 8. Would one of you, Chris or Tim, if one of you, Chris or Tim, won the prize appearing in the movie, my questions are these. One, would you sign your own poster? And two, (laughs) would you sign the other person's poster? B, I would sign Tim's poster. Okay. What? I would sign my own. Yeah, it'd be a little weird to sign your own poster. It's like it's like having a signed picture of yourself on your wall. Oh, yeah, who would do that? The only person that would do that would be Warren Beatty. To Warren, <laughs> love Warren Beatty. Why are you talking shit about Warren Beatty? He's so vain. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> you guys wouldn't sign your poster. You guys love to sign autographs. The few times that has come up, you well, two, I'm giving it to somebody else. You I'm two not, are the yeah. first person to sign autographs. You wouldn't sign your own poster. I would not. You you can't no. sit here and tell me the two of you haven't practiced signing your own autograph. I have, but not on my poster. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I would sign Tim's. Would you I would ask Chris to sign mine, but I would not sign my own. If I ever, while I was alive, sold the poster, I would ask the person that was buying it, would you like me to sign it before That's a good I one. give it to you? Tim, yes. But I would, not, I would not put my own autograph on my own property. That's like, but unless I was signing the back, like property of Tim. This book belongs to Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> Turn by. I'm surprised to hear you say that. Would you would you charge each other for the signing? I would not. No. Really? Really? I think you're both full of shit. I would not charge. I, I would charge a listener. Oh, hell yeah. They wanted me to sign their poster. Hmm. hmm. Like this if is- Marcus, if Marcus, Marcus Doring came up to us and said, hey, sign, our, sign my poster. I'd be like 20 bucks. I would right. do, it for, do it for 10. Oh, you're going to undercut him. That's right. <laughs> oh, mine's still 20. Uh, That's interesting. Last thing he says on here is, was thank you again for all of you giving me new Star Wars content. Enjoy every week and may the Force Sock be with you. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you, Thomas. <laughs> I'll do one more and then we'll do our Patreon shout out of the week. This one is from a Trevor subject as new listener says, Hey, Matt, Dave, Tim, and Chris just wanted to say how much I enjoy your podcast about a month or two ago. I found your podcast and I've listened to every episode at least twice. That is a lot of listening in two months, dude. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Even I don't listen to the show this much and I edit the damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love each of your opinions about all the movies and can't get enough of the episodes. Keep up the great work and I can't wait to see what's in store for the future. May the force be with you, Trevor. P.S. I love Star Wars novels and was wondering if you had any recommendations I should read. I actually do. You know, instead of listing those on here, I will write you back. So you did send this probably about a month ago when this comes out. So if you're hearing this for the first time and you haven't seen the email yet, I hope that I've responded to you. If I didn't, just write me back because I tend to forget a lot because I'm old and things are getting harder to do every day. Oh, so, okay, yeah, right. fine. Uh, 
so thank trevor yes thank you trevor and thank last you. but not least we have to do our patreon shout out of the week we haven't had one in a while we haven't had a regular episode in a few weeks so let's not forget this because this is very important and this week is or this episode i should say is joseph tavano he has supported us i think if i remember right like within days of us launching it so this is long overdue again i do i just pulled this randomly but i do recognize the name i know he's been a supporter for since the very beginning so thank you so much joseph for supporting this and i've if you haven't heard our patreon pitch before it has been a tremendous help on keeping the show going online and keeping things going and we're about to add something new in just a couple weeks we might even talk about it next episode a special feature that we're adding we're going to try it out on a whole new special and it's again thanks to patreon so thank you joseph thank you everyone that has supported us on patreon and anyone that wants to give us feedback we, of course, read emails, which we just did. We go through our iTunes review. We even go back to our Facebook page comments. So any of those methods, we welcome and really actually look forward to going through and sharing and reading. So please keep it up. We enjoy the interaction a lot, and it's been a lot of fun since we added this feedback. Thank you. Now, is this is this extra feature, is this the button you've been developing that for $100 a month, we send you the button, and every time you press it, a man in China dies? <laughs> No, we have to get to the next tier before I can do that. Okay, so, that's, that's the $200 yeah, level. So fun, fun Patreon and some more, and then we will start killing people off left and right. Take that, China. <laughs> Coming to get you. <laughs> Promises may not actually be fulfilled. There's a disclaimer. Click, 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 click. <laughs> well, is that is all, all you got, Matt? That's all I have for this episode. Thank you, Joseph. Joseph, thank you. Joseph. Jojo. Joseph. This is Star Wars artist Kevin Lyle from NorseLegion.com, a wretched hive of scum and Star Wars jewelry. Dave, is it time? <laughs> yeah, I'm still reeling from Tim's just China? wishing death on China. I know, right? <laughs> I'm not wishing any. I, I, it's like if you donate 200 bucks, oh, you get to press the button. You never met the Chinaman. Maybe a Chinaman doesn't even die. Maybe it's all just a big hoax. This sounds like this. This is like Tim. Tim is there's there's something there. There's like a backstory. So. I'm sorry, China. You're bigger. <laughs> China's right now going. That's better. <laughs> Chairman Mao, kill him. Oh, he's gone. Oh, damn it. There is no Chairman Mao. Damn it. I don't even know who their chairman is now. <laughs> uh, Certainly not you. Here's the scores currently on our trivia segment, which is called The Lyle File. You know that right now he's at Rhode Island Comic Con, right across the street from, I think, the Hasbro headquarters? Yeah. Kevin Lyle? Yeah. Kevin Lyle, yeah. As we're recording this, he's he's at uh, RICC. He may be uh, seeing toys that you guys can only imagine. Shirtless Kylo Ren. Hmm. All right. Well, the scores are like this. Tim is in last. <laughs> I am in last. With and, and just to, just to clear it up, we, we did go back and check the number of planets that uh, were visited in episode three. And I was wrong, even with my guess. Right. Was wrong. 
we had quite a few folks write in and kind of clarify that for us and and it's all straightened out and thank you for those who did but whether he got it you know close or not he was he was wrong and tim is in last with eight and chris is next with nine Ooh. then matt with 10 Ooh. and i have 11 Dang. so uh chris are you ready I'm never ready for this shit. <laughs> I just get it wrong. So easy. All right, let's do this. All right. Got the cup. Pulling out a number. And I've got number 51. John Crock. Carlos Ruiz. That's close. <laughs> <laughs> it's John Crock for everything. All right, here we go. <clears throat> what character in an early draft version of Star Wars was a huge green-skinned guy with no nose and large gills. Whoa, a huge green-skinned guy with what, no nose, it said, he said? And gills. Say it again, Matt, please. What character in an early draft version of Star Wars was a huge green-skinned guy with no nose and large gills? This is a really good good question. Um, first thing that came to mind which was was Jabba. Because he does have some kind of scene in, in the original. And I'm thinking of Greedo, because he's, he's green. Um, this is a good question. Does, it, does it, anyone out there know? You guys have to- I think I, I do actually. I think I know. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go with my first instant. I'm gonna go Jabba. All right, final answer? Yeah, it's wrong, but I'm going with it. The answer is Han Solo. Shit. Never knew that. That was my guess. I think I had heard heard all kinds of horror (laughs) stories of original designs for lots of characters. Yeah, I've heard that too, that they were going to make him just not be human. He was going to be like a main... He wanted one of the main characters other than Chewie to be like a... I think think Luke... Or the, whatever the main focus was going to be, it might not have been named Luke at the time. It was going to have like a robot, like a human body, but a robot head and things like that. Ooh, that—that's—that's that's a good question. Damn, I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's up? It's my turn. Seventy-four. Mm. Shut the door. Best of five theater coming soon. <laughs> the door. All right, here we go. Seventy-four. Which person who worked on the Star Wars films? holds the record for winning the most Oscars of any living person. Ooh. Johnny T. Williams. Is this middle name the initial T? I think it is because I remember... Yeah, because Tim's doing... <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, the Gilligan's Island theme. Or not the theme song, but the music, yeah. Yeah, like I remember looking up his, his stuff and like one of the first things he did was like the... It wasn't the theme song, but it was the lagoon walking around bullshit music. You said you make the joke there's only seven episodes in a potential Gilligan's Island in character, yet we could talk about the music in an entire episode, maybe even a two parter. I'm ready for Gilligan's Island in character whenever you I could talk about Mary Ann's blue top and her red top. Yeah. Remember when Kurt Russell was on Gilligan's Island? Nope. I remember when Bingo, Bango, Bongo, and Roll were on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kurt Russell was... They fed, Gilligan found, like, a little feral boy on the island. He was like a little Tarzan. You were watching <laughs> Red Warrior, weren't you? Remember that? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Kurt Russell. His little handsome Kurt Russell. 
I didn't know that. My answer is John Williams. All right, let's see what he says. <laughs> Something got done I fucked up in that. Hold on, Eric. How did I do that? That was cool. That's awesome. Oh, there we go. You really had a cold. Let's try that again. The answer is Dennis Murin. Shit! Whoa! I want every question to be asked in that slow motion voice. <laughs> <laughs> you get ready to get 10 points. <laughs> it sounds like the Kylo Ren thing from the uh, trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Dennis Mirren. Tim, who's Dennis Mirren? Dennis Mirren is uh, was the effects guy. He actually he did uh, obviously a lot of effects on Star Wars, but he also was the head effects guy on the I think Spider Man one and two, the Toby two Toby movies. All right. Well, he does good work, and he's I guess well rewarded. And I'm totally wrong. So nice job, Dennis. Damn. <laughs> Screwed me over. Dickhead. Thanks a lot, Dennis. <laughs> the menace. All right, that means it's Matt's turn. That is Matt's he, turn. Dennis Mirren looks like a Dennis. Just uh, picture what, what do you think a Dennis looks like? A white like if, Dennis if, if, if you're talking about an older man named Dennis. A white guy with a gap in his teeth. Oh, that's Nancy Kidd. has a gap. To me, he looks like a dentist. He's an old guy, older guy now. Obviously, every old guy is- he's got he's got like a couple couple strands of hair going over top of his head, glasses, and he just kind of has this like weird grin. Like hmm. <laughs> that's Dennis Mirren. Do you see that guy on the street? Have you met him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt. <laughs> oh nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Matt's turn. Okay, number thirty six. What species is General Grievous? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, robot spider. <laughs> robot man. That's what I'm going to say. I have no idea. Robot spider is my final answer. The answer is Kalish. Okay, I was wrong. Go figure. When I heard the name, that's when I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because I remember reading that on Wikipedia, but I wouldn't have been able to answer that. But it should have been robot spider. It <laughs> Oh my god, Robot Spider. We're 0 for 3, Tim. Tim. You gotta redeem us. You're, you're in last place, right, Tim? I am in last place. Yeah. I could I could become tied for last place with you. Yes, you could. Either way, you're in last place. Yeah. yeah true. Alright, 67. Dave? In heaven. No. The players? You start getting those high numbers, and you're talking guys that are, uh, you know, uh, call-ups that are never going to actually stay with the team and nobody knows. Pat Kelly, everyone. Pat Kelly. Don't be talking bad about Pat Kelly. <laughs> Alright, 67. God damn. I don't love it because that means something's wrong with this. Tim, what's the answer? The answer is Star Wars. The answer is Adam Driver. Right, Adam, Driver Adam Driver. What sector contains the Dagobah system? And they, I, I know that they do explicitly say this in the damn movie. Didn't we already have this question? No, it I want to say he did the oh. same one with Hoth, and you had yeah. it actually. You got that one too. Damn it! And I remember, I think I said, I think I said Sector Seven. Um, uh, they, they, these, these are hard. These are hard. Kevin Lyle. 
Um, you know what? I'm just going to say Sector 7. I have no idea. Buddies are hard. Okay, are, your answer? Sector 7. Okay. Sector 7. The answer is the Sluice Sector. Sluice. Man, I love it. We all got it wrong. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. No one yeah, got it right. Yeah. No kidding. Nope. Huh? That was a rough episode on all four of us. Yeah. The scores don't change, which Damn. means Tim is... Oh, that was a complete waste of time. That's right. <laughs> Just like this whole horse episode. Horse, <laughs> horse hockey. Um, yeah. Tim is in last with eight, then Chris with nine, then Matt with ten, and I have eleven. We all bit the big one. Hey, Chris. Yes. Time is it? Don't fucking tell that because that still creeps me. I still look for that guy every morning. What time is it? It's time to end the show, dude. Turn around. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, over here, over here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tim talk about horse penises. He, he never did. once talked uh, about a horse penis. You were the horse penis talker. I was actually. And whisper. <laughs> the horse, the HP whistler, whistler, whistler. God, I can't speak. Moistener. Moistener. I just said it. What'd you say? Moistener. Right? No. How do you say it? How do you say it? Moisture. Yes. Yay. But that's what it is. What are you trying to say? Who I am. <laughs> He's doing that. All right. Join us next time. You know what? Ironically, that is how you get a horse to move. And then, not and, just a and, horse. And it also means male prostitution. Join us next time. We discuss. The Force Ghost. Boo! Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information. Thank you.